0: Good morning, everyone. It's Pastor Hawkins coming to you live from Antioch Baptist Church. It's time for us to worship on this morning. We're so grateful the Lord allowed us to see another day and another opportunity to worship him on this morning. Thank you for allowing us to uh, enter once again into your personal spaces. And uh, we invite you to uh, invite someone else to join in with worship uh, through your. Uh, electronic methodologies that you would bring someone in on the worship experience uh, that we would worship our great God on together this is the first Sunday of the month here at Antioch as in many other cases uh, in other churches across the land Uh, there's something different something extra special about first Sunday And we are focusing this first Sunday on the blood of Jesus Christ. Aren't you grateful for the blood of Jesus Christ on this morning? Amen. Would you join us in prayer? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the privilege of worship. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us the opportunity to live life in relationship with you on today. Lord, we ask your blessings upon this worship experience. Uh, That everything we say, everything we do is done uh, to honor you and to give you glory, Lord. We pray that our worship would be found pleasing, would be found acceptable into your sight, Lord, and that you would uh, uh, allow us to experience your presence as we worship you on today. Lord, bless your people, uh, whatever their needs are, Lord. We ask that you would be a need meter on this morning. You would bless us, Lord. We're living in difficult days. and We are in need of your sustaining power, your sustaining grace, Lord, to get us through. How we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity you've given us to worship you on today. So Lord, we just simply say, have your way, uh, do what you do, Lord, and and while we worship you, Lord, we trust, Lord, that you would meet our needs and make us more like your son, Jesus Christ. So we love you, Lord, and, and we can't wait to experience your presence together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let us worship God on this Sunday morning.
1: For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever, that whosoever, that whosoever believeth in him, should not perish, but have ever Lasting life in this world where we try so hard to be individuals and to be different and to be unique. I'm just so glad this morning to be part of that whosoever believeth. And so, if you're glad today to be whosoever, then join us as we praise God and we thank Him for His sacrifice, His blood, for this whosoever, this sinner man that He loved so much that He gave His life. Thank you, Lord.
0: grateful for the privilege of worship on today. We thank you, Lord, for your love, your grace, your mercy. We thank you, Lord, you continually demonstrate to us that you value us. You love us uh, even when we are unlovable. How we're grateful Who you are and for all you've done. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. It washes us white as snow. Lord, for these next few moments, we position ourselves to hear what the Spirit says to the churches that you would speak even through an imperfect vessel to declare the treasures and the riches contained the truth of your holy word. Speak to us, Lord. Change us, Lord. Keep us, Lord. Sustain us even in these difficult days. Teach us how to praise you, regardless of what's going on in and around us. The mighty name of Jesus, our risen Savior. It's in his name we pray and ask these mercies. All God's people said, Amen. Amen. For these next few moments, I'm going to invite you to join with me, turning your Bibles to the New Testament book of Ephesians, the epistle written to the church at Ephesus. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7. Seven. I must be getting a little older, these words look a little smaller today than they did the last time y'all, pray for the pastor. It says these words, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses. According to the riches of his grace in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace this is the word of the Lord thanks be unto God I want to preach for the next few moments from this passage about double payment. Double payment. Church, friends, those sharing worship with us today, Out of all the things in life that I am grateful for, and I'm grateful for many things, but all the things that I'm grateful for, the thing that I am most grateful for is the blood of Jesus. Yeah, I began to think about the list of things that I'm thankful for. My wife, our children, our family, our families, health in our bodies, employment, friends, a few things, and I could just go on and on that I am truly grateful to God. When I take a careful look and add it all up, it's really quite clear to me that I'm most grateful for the blood of Jesus. Yeah, I, I'm i here to tell you there's no doubt about it. That's at the top of my grateful list on this morning, the blood of Jesus. And I discovered something in the text. So I spent time laboring and pondering and studying a short passage of scripture, discovered one of the reasons that I'm most grateful for the blood of Jesus is because the blood of Jesus provides for you and I double payment. Yeah, not just payment. But when I studied the scripture, I discovered that he provides for us through his blood that I'm most grateful for. Double payment. Yeah, let's take a look in the scriptures about this double payment, and I pray when it's all said and done, you, just like me, will have a celebration on the inside that'll just kinda show up however it does for you on the outside, all because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Text says, in him, that being Jesus, we have redemption through his blood. And and that teaches us, brothers and sisters, that the blood of Jesus paid for our redemption. there was actually a transaction that took place the blood purchased bought paid for our freedom and that's important to understand because the Bible tells us that All of us, at one time, in fact, were born, uh, the the scriptures say that we were born in sin and shaping in iniquity. And on one occasion, Jesus said himself, John chapter eight and verse 34, he answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. Yeah, that's what Jesus said. That, that, that goes against the grain of our independent thinking. Yeah, yeah it, it just sends a hair up our spine uh, when we think erroneously that we're not a slave to anybody. That, that we do our own thing and uh, I'm not a slave to, some would say I'm not a slave to God and I'm not a slave to this and some would say I'm not a slave to that but Jesus said, everyone, that that's you, that's me, that's all of us who practices sin is a slave to sin that that means that that sin has put its hold on us sin has a way of grabbing on to us and not letting us go such that the danger is When you dabble in sin and think that you can handle your sin so that it doesn't get any worse and whenever you get ready to that you can come out of sin, the danger is, if you play with it, it's going to get you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I can't, I can't, I'm not going to tell you that because of what I saw happen in somebody else's life, yes, sir. yeah, yeah, I got first-hand experience right, right. of the dangers of dabbling in sin only to find out that it doesn't grab you, right, right. taking a hold of you. Sin has a way of putting you in its vice grip, tightening the lever, clamping down on you so that it is impossible to free yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the reality of how we showed up in this world. And as soon as we got grown enough, to know right from wrong for ourselves we add it to with our own sin on top of what we inherited from Adam. Yeah, yeah, that's why you can't be blaming Adam and Eve for your stuff. Because at some point in time you made a choice and you experienced the vice grip the headlock, the unloosening grip of sin, and before you know it, and sometimes, oftentimes, without your permission, made you its slave. Yeah, yeah, but in order for us to be freed from the, Slavery of sin, somebody got to pay the ransom. Yeah, yeah, there's, there is a payment that has to be made in order for a slave owner to let a slave go free. It, it just doesn't happen out of benevolence. Slave owners just don't voluntarily out of the kindness of their heart let slaves go free. Because there is a value associated uh, with the slave, for the slave owner. There there are benefits that slave owner receives from the slave and if the slave owner is going to let the slave go free somebody's gotta pay yeah. yeah 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 and and the the payment is called a ransom and 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 the thing is the ransom to set us free from the slavery of sin is a particular ransom yeah, and it cannot be paid with money. Yeah, yeah, we can't go to sin and offer it a wad of cash. Yeah, if if that were to be the case, then it would not be made available to all of us. Yeah, yeah, if the ransom for sin was our currency, we would be in a bad predicament. Yeah, because some of us were not born into a silver spoon. Yeah, yeah, and and if we were to be let loose, liberated, delivered, set free from the savory of sin, uh, according to how much money we had in the bank. If, if the ransom was an 850 credit score, if, if the ransom was uh, uh, just the ability to measure our own self-estimated goodness in comparison to somebody else, then somebody's going to get left out. But the Bible says, in him we have redemption through his blood. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the choir just got done singing, oh, how precious is the blood. It's precious because the blood of Jesus is the ransom. It is the payment and the only thing that can redeem us. The only thing that can release us. The only thing that can set us free from the grip of sin. And allow us to no longer live in bondage is the blood of Jesus what a blessing y'all to know that the blood of Jesus paid for our redemption and 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 because the blood paid the ransom We've been set free from slavery. We no longer have to live life under its grip. I I I told you uh, a sin is like a vice grip. It clamps on to you screws the end up tight so that you can't wiggle free. But the blood of Jesus, y'all, is like that little lever at the end of the vice grip. And when you push the lever, the grip releases. And what's on the inside that was bound has been set free. Yeah, yeah, that's, That's you and I, that's that's what the blood of Jesus is like. And as a result, we no longer have to go through life with a case of the can't help it when it comes to sin. We, we, We no longer have to succumb to its power to its hold, to its grip upon our lives, all because of the blood. Yeah, yeah, the blood of Jesus paid for our redemption. But if you recall, I said the title of the sermon was Double Payment. And the truth of the matter is I could just celebrate off of payment. Yeah, 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 you're right. the, the, the fact that I'm no longer a slave to sin, been set free all because of the blood is enough to celebrate. But there's more to the verse that uh, can teach us of the power of the blood of Jesus. Yeah, it says in him we have redemption through his blood. Comma, that means there's more, y'all. Yeah, yeah. It was a complete thought in and of itself. Otherwise, there would be no comma. But after the comma, there's something in addition to what has already been stated. And after the comma, the Bible says the forgiveness of our trespasses. Yeah, yeah, that's the double payment. The first payment is that the blood of Jesus paid for our redemption. And, and, and what does that look like? It also looks like the blood of Jesus also paid for our forgiveness. Yeah, Because here's the situation. Not only were we helpless to the power of sin, but because sin is an offense to the holiness of God. Because sin violates the righteous standard of God. Because sin misses the mark of God's perfection as seen through Jesus the Christ That means not only are we under its grip, its power, its hold, but because we have offended God on top of being a slave, we owe God. Yeah, yeah, the Bible says that there is a cost to be paid. There is a price that comes. And it's more than just being under the grip of sin. It's more than just being its slave to sin, but we actually owe God, because we crossed the line. Our thoughts, our attitudes, our actions that don't meet the mark put us in a position of debt to God. And the Bible says the wages of sin is death. Oh, what a sad predicament we found ourselves in. Slaves to sin and a debt that we owe to God. And here's the thing y'all, if sin didn't create a debt, then holiness would be contaminated. Yeah, if if God didn't judge sin, he would cease to be holy. Because once impurity, contaminates purity, it's no longer pure. So there's got to be a payment, a debt that we owe God. And, and I just want you to just imagine if God sent you the bill. If he sent you an invoice at the end of your life and itemized every time you cross the line. For this, death. For this, death. For this, death. The stuff that nobody else saw, but God did. Just imagine if he wrote it all up, gave you the bill. Yeah, yeah, and and forgiveness, y'all, is the canceling of the debt. That's all forgiveness is. When you owe somebody and they forgive you, They no longer owe you and you don't have to worry about them coming looking for you. And the only way God can forgive our debt of sin is because of the blood. In him we have redemption and his blood the forgiveness of sin. And because of the blood, our sin debt is paid in full. I'm gonna say that again, y'all. Because of the blood of Jesus, Our sin debt is paid in full. What does that mean? What what is the benefit of us no longer owing God for a debt that we created? Well, well, let let me see if I can paint a picture because my time is running short. Because of the blood, our sin debt is paid in full. And that means we don't have to worry about God looking for us to pay him. We no longer have to worry about that bill hanging over our shoulders. I don't know about you, but I really don't like owing folk. And there's nothing worse than owing somebody and you ain't got it and you got to see (laughs) them. Ain't nothing worse than when you owe somebody. You ain't got it and you got to interact with them On the daily. Uh, That that, that was our situation with God, y'all. Yeah, if we didn't interact with God on some level, we would stop breathing and drop dead in the instant. But we were living our life with a bill that we couldn't pay dependent upon him to do for us what we can't do for ourselves. But because of the blood we no longer have to worry that God's going to come looking for us to pay him. Not only that, but it also means we don't have to worry about God taking payment in some other form. Uh Because that's how we do y'all when folk offend us and they don't give us what we think they owe us, an apology or whatever it is, then we'll take it from them in some other form. Uh, We'll usually take it from them either by our attack responses or accusing them or being uh, overly aggressive toward them or we'll take it from them by withholding something from them. We'll ignore them or we'll cut them off or or will will no longer uh, engage with them, and when people don't owe when people owe us and they don't pay us, if we don't forgive them, then we take it from them uh, in a, some other form that we think of is close to the value of what they owe us. And aren't you glad that God does not take what we owe Him in some other form? I can't imagine what it would be. Uh, when when I looked at my bill and I didn't have enough to pay and God said, well, if, if you can't pay me what you owe me, then I'm going to take it out in air. I'm going to take it out in water. I'm going to take it out in sa- uh, safety. I'm going to take it out in hell." Can you imagine living life and God taking from us what we owe him because we could not pay? Oh, but because of the blood. Not only do we not have to live life wondering if God's going to come looking for us to pay. But we don't even have to worry that God's going to take it from us in some other form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the last thing that the, the text says after all of that blood talk, it says these words, according to the riches. Of his grace. Y'all see that in the text? It's just one verse. Don't miss it. He says, In him we have a redemption. Uh, uh, We have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. And all that means is that we don't deserve the blood of Jesus. Th- that's all that means. There, there's nothing that you and I have done, nothing that you and I have said, nothing that you and I have accomplished in our lives. It's not because we think we better than our neighbor. It's not because we think that we've done everything right. The, the fact of the matter is grace is unmerited and, and we didn't deserve the blood, but I need to tell you today because the Bible says, according to the riches of his grace, that's where gratitude shows in, y'all. Uh, Because the truth is, he didn't have to do it. We weren't worthy. We weren't deserving. We needed to stay in the vice grip of sin. We needed to pay God what we owed him. But because of his grace, he allows you and I to experience double payment through the blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, the choir already said it, but uh, I almost say it again. I just got two questions that I need to ask you. What can wash yeah. away my sin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. but the blood of Jesus. What yeah. can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow, no other fount I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Jesus.
1: Amen. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: so that we may not be condemned along with the world. So then, my brothers, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. If anyone is hungry, let him eat at home so that when you come together, it will not be for judgment about the other things. I will give directions when I come, shall we pray? Father, we thank you. This opportunity in our worship experience where we have chosen to partake of the bread and of the cup. Lord, our total worship service today has been centered around the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord, we're so grateful for that blood, demonstration outpouring of love upon all of humanity. Lord, no one loves us like you do. The proof is in the blood. So Lord, as we take it together, we be overflowed and refilled with that love. May it overflow out of our lives and into our earthly existence until that time when we were united together in your most holy presence. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. I have the great privilege yet again to proclaim to all of you uh, who are in the sanctuary and all of you who are viewing broadcast with us on this morning. If you haven't heard it today, I got good news. God loves you. Praise the Lord. You are special. You are important. You are of high value to the Lord. And the proof is in the blood. So as we prepare to Partake, let us remember the body and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So When we break the bread together, and let us eat it. Likewise of a cup, shall we drink it together. All God's people all over the world said, amen, amen. What a blessing it is to share worship with you on today. Uh, we certainly want to encourage you, if you uh, felt led to do so and you're not united with another uh, church that you would consider making Antioch your home, uh, we would love to unite our faith together and go on this journey together. Uh, there's a, a, a link in the stream that says membership, or, or if you have yet to make your decision to place your faith and trust in Jesus Christ public, you can do so. and send in your prayer request. There's a link for that. We want to encourage you to trust God in your giving, uh, that we would continue uh, to do the work of ministry as we even look to expand the work of ministry. And so we trust that you're going to respond in that way, uh, that we would move forward in the work. Uh, We're so grateful for that, uh, for all of you that are joining us on today. If this is your first time, uh, there's a connect card there. Uh, that will give us a little bit of information so we can share with you more information about who we are and, and express our gratitude for you being with us on today. It's just a great privilege to share worship with you on today. Praise be unto God. Our mission is to passionately love God and to give glory to his name through the worship, work and witness of this church. To compassionately love others with the same godly love that was demonstrated to us by our Lord Jesus Christ, and to effectively share the good news of God's love with our families, our community, and with others throughout the world by the power and aid of the Holy Spirit. This is why we exist. And as always, may the peace of God be unto you. Praise be to God. Have a great week.